0: Future of Work Florida. Welcome to the Future of Work Florida podcast, brought to you by the Florida Chamber of Commerce and Florida Chamber Foundation. This podcast series is dedicated to connecting Florida's business leaders with the solutions and resources available to secure Florida's workforce talent. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Mark Wilson, President of the Florida Chamber of Commerce and Florida Chamber Foundation to provide thought leadership on Florida's economy, the Florida Chamber Foundation's research efforts to secure Florida's workforce, and the importance of uniting the Florida business community with the resources available through education and workforce partners to address the talent war. Well, welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us today to provide a voice on behalf of the Florida Chamber and Florida Chamber Foundation regarding Florida's talent crisis. For years, the Chamber Foundation has been a true advocate for Florida's workforce through its research and initiatives such as this one, Future of Work Florida, all with the true goal being to secure Florida's talent and economy. So let's start with the economy. What are you hearing about Florida's economy at the moment?
1: Yeah, so everyone around the country wants to talk to the Florida Chamber Foundation about what's going on in Florida and what's going on in the Florida economy, right? And of course, that's our job. And so we look at what's happening now and what do we want to happen over the next 10 years? So, you know, if you look backwards a few years, Florida's generally created about one out of every 13 new jobs in the United States. We're adding 1,000 people a day, and we now have one of the most diverse economies in the United States. And of course, our ultimate goal is to grow from the 15th largest economy in the world if we were a country to the 10th largest by the end of the decade. And so a lot of things are going the right direction in Florida, and we need to keep our focus on good jobs. We need to focus on growing and diversifying our economy. And I think Florida is doing a good job.
0: Absolutely. And we know that the foundation of our economy is the workforce, the reason for this podcast, right? So Mark, you've often said that talent is the most important tool that we have in our economic development toolkit. Currently, Florida is facing a talent crisis. What are your general thoughts on this talent crisis in Florida, and why are employers having such a difficult time finding qualified talent to fill open positions?
1: Yeah, so a lot of people are talking about the future of Florida, and they're talking about our economy right now. And so we generally speaking, we have a lot of headwinds and we have a lot of tailwinds, right? Around the world, we have a supply chain crisis. We have inflation going on. We have a war going on. So uh, from a geopolitical standpoint, there's a lot going on around the world that are considered headwinds, right? In Florida, right, like I said earlier, we're adding 1,000 people a day. Uh, we have about 500,000 jobs in Florida that are looking for people. But what's really holding Florida back right now is that we have more open jobs than qualified people looking for work? So we call that our talent pipeline crisis in Florida, and the Florida Chamber Foundation for decades has been leading the fight and leading the research to figure out where, how to, how can Florida win the talent war, and how can Florida have the number one workforce in the United States? And so again, we have more jobs looking for people than people looking for jobs. And the Florida Chamber Foundation research is focused on solving that talent pipeline problem.
0: So last year, the Florida Chamber Foundation released the Florida Workforce Needs Study 1.0, which gave a lot of insight into the gaps in Florida's workforce. So now we're taking that research and putting boots to the ground to affect real change by providing solutions. And one of the things we discovered is Employers are not aware of the resources available through our education system and with our workforce partners. What role would you say educational institutions, workforce development, and training organizations play in securing Florida's economy and workforce?
1: Yeah, so, you know, here in Florida, um, you you could talk about almost anything. We could be talking about our education system, our tax structure, our infrastructure uh, system. And what we find is that what Florida is actually doing is just sometimes not known by everyone. And so we have a perception problem in Florida, and we're really trying to figure out, you know, how do we how do we educate 10 million people who work in Florida and all 22 million Floridians about what's actually happening. So when we look at institutions that are providing talent solutions in Florida, whether that's career source or whether that's our colleges or our universities, either public or private, in the last five years, two things have happened in Florida One. CareerSource, which is our workforce development system in Florida, has been rated the number one workforce system in the United States by the U.S. Chamber. At the same time, U.S. News and World Reports has said that our colleges and universities system is number one in the United States. And so here we have a top-rated workforce system and a top-rated college and university system, and employers don't know it. And voters in Florida don't know it. And so what our research has unveiled for us is that we in Florida need to do a better job matching up these institutions that are being recognized outside Florida as top in the country. And we need to match those providers of talent solutions with our two million companies in Florida who are looking for those solutions. And so... The the solutions are right in front of us, and what we need to do is left-hand and right-hand need to do a better job uh, of matching the availability of training and supply of workers with the need, and that's really what we're focused on.
0: Absolutely, Mark. And the Florida Chamber Foundation has been ramping up its efforts to encourage partnerships between the business community, education, and workforce partners to advocate for training and curriculums that will help build a more qualified talent pool for Florida. In this podcast, you have the ears of Florida's business leaders and hiring managers. Why are these partnerships so important for creating a better equipped talent pipeline for Florida?
1: Yeah, so when, when we think about going forward, how do we do a better job matching the, the talent that's out there and the training that's out there with employers and job creators who need them? Right. So what our, what our most recent research unveiled, and we had over 1,000 companies participate from all over Florida, a very diversified group of businesses, what we learned is that about two-thirds of employers in Florida were not aware that training exists in the marketplace, that there are public-private partnerships such as Source. And what we learned is that about two-thirds of hiring managers were unaware uh, that those resources were even out there. The really good news is when we ask these hiring managers, hey, if it's out there, are you interested in learning more? About two-thirds of that population said, yes, if it's out there, we would like to learn more. And so a lot of what we're doing is, on one hand, we're researching where's the world going to be in 10 years and what are the in-demand occupations going to be and how do we train for that? That's the longer-term piece. The short-term piece is how do we do a better job matchmaking right now in the moment uh, between, say, Career Source and local employers, or uh, we, we have 28 uh, colleges in Florida, and not to mention the independent colleges that are out there, and they all do a fantastic job of short term training, getting people ready for the skills that are in demand in Florida today. And so we want to highlight that and we want to do a better job matchmaking if we can.
0: Of course. And what would you say are the most important elements in making these partnerships successful?
1: Yeah. So when we think about investing in talent over uh, in the future, you know, the, the great news is our governor, Governor DeSantis, has already put down the gauntlet that Florida will have the best workforce in the United States. And over the last few years, between what Governor DeSantis has done and Chancellor Henry Mack has done, um, what's happening in Florida is that we're making major investments in our colleges, in our technical schools. We're making major investments in the next generation of talent. And so the secret now is we need 2 million employers in Florida to know how quickly Florida has repositioned itself to be the number one state in the country for talent generation. And so I I can't give enough credit to our governor, to the Department of Education, to our higher education partners, to our career source partners. They have stepped up and the rest of the country is now looking at Florida, at these providers of talent. What we really need to do now in working with local chambers of commerce, local economic development partners, with HR Florida, with other partners that we have, we now need to get the employer community fully aware of the resources that are out there because it's going to be a one plus one equals three situation when we can get the match made.
0: And speaking of resources that are out there... The Florida Department of Corrections has been working to create partnerships with the business community to reacclimate inmates into the workforce. What is the value for Florida's job creators in partnering with FDOC?
1: Yeah, so first of all, most people don't know in Florida, we have over 100,000 prisoners in our correction system in Florida, and it works. And so there are a lot of people who end up, they made a wrong term somewhere in life, and our correction system in Florida works for most people. And so what we've been able to do in Florida through Career Source and through other partners is we're actually going in to our institutions and we're working with inmates who are going to be released over the next year. And we're looking at things like truck driving. We're looking at things like construction skills. And we know that one of the single best ways to lower the recidivism rate in Florida is to give people training that's going to give them hope, that's going to give them a job. And so what we're finding now, and I I just participated in a press conference recently where the Florida Trucking Association has partnered with a training organization with Department of Corrections. And we're now going in to our corrections institutions and we're giving inmates an opportunity to learn the trade and learn the skill before their release date. And we now have employers in Florida who can get to know uh, these men and women and actually hire them before they're released. So we know that the day they leave, they actually walk right into a good paying job that's going to give them a bright future.
0: Sure. And speaking of those programs you just talked about that focus on trades, for so long, the four year degree has been promoted as the desired platform for launching a successful career. As we know, there are multiple career pathways that can be taken, including obtaining skilled trades, many of which are in demand, high wage careers. What advice would you give to up-and-coming talent about choosing a path to entering the workforce and existing talent looking to re-enter or make a career change?
1: Yeah, so when you think about it, we have over 10 million jobs in Florida right now that people are in. And over the next decade, we need to add about 1.6 million more new jobs, if you will, over the next 10 years. And unfortunately, in the United States, we've told an entire generation that it's a four-year degree. Otherwise, you're just not quite good enough. And the reality of it is other countries that we compete with, like Germany, you know, if you're going to be a doctor or a diesel mechanic, right, it's it's both congratulations. Those are great careers, right? And so what we need to do in the United States is we need to realize we have a massive shortage of, uh, of skilled trade um, talent right now. And so we, we literally have hundreds of thousands of good paying jobs from HVAC to plumbing to welding to mechatronics to elevator mechanics, diesel mechanics, um, right on down the line. Skilled trades are, are what makes America work. And skilled trades don't require four year degrees for the most part. Some of them are 12 month program, programs, 16 month programs, 18 months, 24 months. There are plenty of six figure salaries after three or four years out of training that are highly in demand right now in Florida. And so the advice I would have for parents, guidance counselors, and especially students or people looking to retool their careers, is don't automatically assume or buy into this notion that it has to be a four-year degree. I think, uh, in fact, university presidents in Florida would agree that there are a lot of good-paying jobs in Florida. Some of them require the four-year or even an advanced degree. And we need that in, in our American economy. But we also need an awful lot of skilled trade jobs. And these are meaningful jobs, they're important jobs. And the Florida Chamber Foundation over the next few years is going to run an initiative called the Future of Work Initiative in Florida, where we really want to bring back and highlight the value of skilled trades.
0: So let's stay at that point. Tell us more about the Florida Chamber and Florida Chamber Foundation's Future of Work Florida initiative and how it aims to unite job creators with workforce and education partners to create America's best workforce, and also making those skilled trades considered cool again.
1: Right. So again, in an economy like Florida's, right, where we have the 15th largest economy on the planet, we're trying to get to the 10th largest, we need people who are trained at all different levels, from neurosurgeon, you know, all the way down to front desk, right? And in America, you can be anything that you want to be. And so right here in Florida, what we have is we literally have millions of jobs over the next over the next 20 years that don't require four year degrees. And unfortunately, uh, we have a need to create an awareness campaign, again, to educate students, teachers, guidance counselors, parents and HR managers that there are great jobs out there that don't require the four year degree. And so the Florida Chamber is launching the Future of Work Initiative, where we're going to work with middle schoolers, high schoolers, parents, hiring managers, teachers, guidance counselors, to really bring back this awareness that there are all of these hundreds of thousands of high-paying, good jobs in skilled trades. This is going to be a multi-year effort. We're going to count on local chambers of commerce, on economic developers, and our partners at CareerSource to simply re-educate, if you will, 22 million Floridians that Florida is the best place on the planet for people who want to work. And we have all kinds of good jobs here, especially in the skilled trades area.
0: And speaking of the best place to work, Florida is expected to grow by approximately 3.5 million more residents by 2030 and will need about 1.62 million net new jobs to fulfill current workforce demands and prepare for those new Floridians that will call Florida home. What would you say is needed to ensure Florida is able to meet those demands?
1: Many things are going in the right direction in Florida. But the one thing we all need to agree to, whether it's employers, whether it's students, whether, whether it's uh, teachers, what we all need to agree on is that Florida is not on autopilot. And what we need to be very aware of is we cannot become like New York or Illinois or New Jersey or California, where they failed to put the long term ahead of the short term. So infrastructure matters, taxes matter, our environment matters, our tax climate matters, right? But what we really have to pay attention to is our people, right? What's going to separate Florida from other countries and from other states is the talent, the conviction, the quality of life we have here. And that's all about the people that are in Florida right now. We need a very diversified uh, set of talent and skills in Florida. And that's really what we're building right now. That's going to be the secret to our success.
0: As we mentioned earlier, Mark, the Florida Chamber Foundation's research team over the years has made workforce a major focus and has put out a series of reports to inform the business community about the opportunities and challenges Florida's workforce faces, including that study last year with the Florida Workforce Needs Study 1.0. Continuing to highlight the needs of our workforce, the foundation is now in the field conducting research for the Florida Workforce Needs Study 2.0. How can lawmakers, media, and and the Department of Education use this research to inform where Florida goes next?
1: Yeah, so the Florida Chamber Foundation's research team for years has been doing workforce-related research. It seems like every year or two, we've been putting out a new report that says, here's what what job creators need. Here are the in-demand occupations. And here's what our partners in the talent delivery system at the Department of Education, our colleges and universities, both public and private, career source, here's what employers are going to need over the next decade, right? And so we're often asked, well, how does our research at the Florida Chamber Foundation actually impact the future of Florida? And so we engage with the Department of Education and career source. When we come up with our questions in the middle of doing our research, we want to make sure that the left hand and right hand knows what each other is doing. So we have over 70 local chambers of commerce that are helping us with the research. We have our state's human resources association helping us, HR Florida. We have uh, several local economic development organizations that realize that talent is economic development. And so when we get the results of our our workforce 2.0 study back, what we'll be doing is we'll be sitting down with the governor's office. We'll be sitting down with the department of education, especially our higher education, career and technical education divisions. We'll be working with career source. We'll be working with hiring managers, with local chambers of commerce. The research we do at the Florida Chamber Foundation has a way of turning into really good policy over the next several years. And so we'll be working with editorial boards. We'll be working with legislators. We'll be working with the Department of Education. Our whole goal is to turn this research about our talent delivery system, about the future of, of work, the future jobs that are in Florida, and really turn it into a competitive advantage for Florida. That means that Florida will have America's number one workforce system And the very research that we're doing right now throughout Florida with employers will inform, our goal is that it will inform future policy decisions and that it will help us raise awareness through uh, editorial boards, through radio programs. When the business community is informed about what's happening in Florida, good things happen. And that's what our goal will be.
0: Well, thank you for this great insight you shared with us today, Mark. Is there anything else you would like to share with Florida business leaders and hiring managers on the importance of presenting that united front and tackling Florida's talent crisis and really being laser focused on creating America's best workforce?
1: Yeah, so I I think if there was one thing I uh, I would want business leaders around Florida to know about the future of work and about Florida's talent crisis is this is not going to get better on its own. Right? It's time for us to partner with our school districts, with our colleges, with our universities, with career source. Again, public private partnerships, independent colleges and universities. It's time for all of us to partner together and understand that we're all in this together. And our ta- today's talent pipeline in fact going all the way back to our kindergartners. We need to get kindergartners ready for kindergarten. We need third graders reading at third grade level. We need eighth graders on par with math and science and reading. And what we need to be doing is we need, we need to literally join forces with the business community, with talent providers. And we need to make sure that we're preparing the next generation for the skills, the talent, the jobs that we're creating right here in Florida today. And again, my advice to employers all over Florida is, let's not leave this up to somebody else. Let's not assume that the federal or state government's gonna do it. We need to take matters into our own hands and we need to be partnering with our local talent delivery institutions. And we need to understand that we have uh, a seat at the table and we need to be letting them know what do we need in the future from the talent delivery pipeline. And we just need to be an equal partner in that.
0: Thank you again so much, Mark, for joining us today for the Future of Work Florida podcast. To find out more about the resources discussed in today's segment, we invite you to visit our website at flchamber.com forward slash futureofworkflorida. Together, we can champion the future of work and create America's best workforce right here in Florida. Be sure to subscribe for future content.